For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. All right, E.D., you ready for uh, the Eric and Eric show one more time? Who wouldn't want that, man? Who wouldn't want that? You can I'm never sure. get enough Eric. I, that's true. You, you can't get enough <laughs> Eric. Um, me, I don't know. I, there's probably a long list of people who would, who would go against that, but that's okay. We'll, we'll, we're going to subject <laughs> them to this for one more show. I promise, I promise there are more people hating on this Eric than you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not going to hate on you today as we welcome you into the Believe in 49ers podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I am Eric Pesolano sitting in once again for Rashawn Haylock. ED, we got big game coming up on Monday. I guess the first thing we got to talk about is, you know, right after, literally moments after we finished recording in the last episode, we found out. The Niners are moving out to the desert, going to play the next two home games at mm-hmm. State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. I don't know if you ever played in a relocated game before. Uh, if you have, what's that like? And if you haven't, what do you expect it to be like? Um, I, I have, but I guess it was kind of expected. I, I We played a game at um, Illinois Stadium when we were mm. playing the Bears one year because they were doing work on – Soldier Field. It's funny. All the stadiums that were—that's the only field I never played in. Soldier Field. Never played wow. in it. I've—I've I've never been to Soldier Field. Every other stadium that's out there, I've—I've I've been in. But I—but the time that I was actually—I played the Bears plenty of times in my career. But the time that I was actually going to Chicago to play the Bears, we—it was relocated. Yeah. <laughs> so you just—you just play football. I mean, that's, that's it. You—you you, you play the game. Um. It's 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 football field. You you make it just like my co- my college coach used to say. You mark off something. You know, give me close to a hundred yards long, and you make it close to fifty yards wide, and we'll play a football game. And and that's that's what you do. You just line up and you just play. It's not uh, um it's not as daunting a task as everyone is trying to make it out to be. It's um inconvenient, uh, but it's not. Um, it's football. Whether you played it on a on a small little dirt high school field or you're playing it in, on this beautiful stadium, that's just my mindset. That's just how how I was about it. It was just it was just a football game, man. So, but remember, I'm I'm a kid that that played Division two ball, and and you didn't always play on, under the best conditions on the best field. So you just learn to not worry about those things when you're when you're playing at that level and you're playing under those conditions. And you know, so that's just that's just how I look at it. I don't. I don't know. Do, do you see it as? Do you see it as a, a major deal that they're having to move? No, no, it's not. It's not major. They travel week to week anyway. I mean, yeah, they they found out maybe a little later than they would have liked, but still almost a week in advance. I think that might be enough time to adjust. Again, everybody knows I've not been in that situation, but I, I figure it's it's plenty of time to make the adjustment. You're not going too terribly far you make a trip to Arizona every year anyway as a matter of fact they're going to do it uh, in a few weeks to play the Cardinals 
mm-hmm. as it was. So, no, I don't, I don't see it as a huge deal. I'm still shocked that you, you didn't get to play a game at Soldier Field. So you had to go to Champaign <laughs> to play a game against the yeah. or at Illini Stadium over there. Uh huh. That's what that's what we did. I, but yeah, I, I never, I've never had an opportunity to uh, all the stadiums. I never played in in um, Soldier Field. That's wow. it. To, to this day, I've never been to Sh- Soldier Field. Um, never, um, never had a reason to go there. So I never went. And that's that's kind of how it was about football. I I never, I mean, uh, the first football game I went to, I played, and I've been to very few football games that I haven't played in it's it's rare that i go to a football game unless i'm unless i have to work <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. the obligations call that's when you show up and that's it that's it but yeah all right we got a big one coming up monday of course niners quote unquote hosting the buffalo bills who come in at eight and three niners five and six still with that outside shot a lot of people maybe not thinking it's such an outside shot anymore to make the postseason as a matter of fact, the NFL season now in full swing. You might not get mm-hmm. to be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. You know, you take a look at the lines this week, and a lot of books have uh, the Bills listed as just a three-point favorite. It's not often you see a team three games better than another team in the NFL and only given up three points. So I think the confidence in the Niners is starting to step up a little bit here as everybody starts returning from injury. So from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino, which never closes. So go ahead and head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Only three points, ED. The faith is starting to return. Or, or lack of faith in Buffalo. It's all in how you look at it. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. That's, that's that's it. All in how you look at it. I, I don't even want to talk about playoffs. I'm going to keep my gym more on for now. <laughs> um, win a couple of more games. Give give me two more in a row, and then we can talk. Right right now, it's you know because you you got to run the you got to run the table. So we got to get healthier and get guys going. So I mean that that's that optimism is great, and of course I want to see the guys win, but. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just let's just get it done. Let's you you know, it's it's that stretch. So as I get healthy, if you can get some things moving forward, when when give give me three in a row, then we can talk. All right, I, I think that's fair enough. I was reading a reading an article on the four letter on ESPN uh, earlier this week, and it was capping uh, recapping which game is the most important for each team the rest of the way, and it said this week for the 49ers against the Bills, and the reason said because the next one is yes. the most important and, and I guess with them yeah you got to take it a game at a time right now against this yeah. Buffalo team that's eight and three well that's well that's where the Niners really are and, and that's and even last year when the 49ers were winning a bunch of games I always said you know when they were talking about you know the most important game and all of these things and I was like that they only the only way you bring relevance to the the past win is to win the next one yeah, that's it. It's all. It's always you know the the next week because that's the thing about football. You win a couple in a row, you feel good. You lose a couple in a row, you feel crappy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the way it. That's the way things. It's it's like it, even the fan base. Think about it. If you win, you lose a couple of games. The sky is falling. 
Mm-hmm. So it, it's 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 like you're horrible. You're we. You can look at and that's how it was with the Niners last year. If they lost the game, um, because everything is going to fall apart if you lose. You look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. Pretty good record, but if they when when every week that they lose, oh my goodness, it's it, they're falling apart. Doesn't matter what their record is. So that's that's the way football goes. Um, but. Just, just give me some. Give me, give me a few in a row. Give me a few in a row. I know we have. Everyone has that confidence in it. And, and the spread, I've, I've never bet on a football game, and I'm, I'm definitely not a spread guy. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm horrible at that. People ask me all the time, and I'm like, I, you, you don't want to ask me. I, I, I don't know. I can, but I can just look at it and say, is this a good matchup? And for, the, for the 49ers, this matchup, and that's, that's what you have to look at. You, you're getting healthier. Um, in your in your secondary, uh, the guy, you have a quarterback, and you know what he likes to do. Uh, his main receiver, you've seen, um, you know, on multiple occasions. You know what who what this guy is and who he is. Salah um, has had to deal with mobile quarterbacks and finding schemes to go against those guys. Um, you know constantly because you have a lot of them in your, in your division. I mean, you have the Cam Newtons of the world and all, all of these things that you have to, that you have to think about and you've had to think about, you should be in position to, to find a way to defense this team. Well, so there are a lot of, there are a lot of factors um, that the, the Niners have leading up to this point that should give them an opportunity to be very competitive in the game. And, and, if, and if you can get anything out of your offense, that's what we're looking at now. If you get anything out of the offense, you got a shot. That's, that's, that's what I'm looking at right now moving forward. More, you know, but in Vegas, I guess Vegas is thinking the same thing because they only have it three points. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. My, my biggest matchup to look out for this week is, is the linebackers against Josh Allen they've got to keep an eye on him. He will take off. He's a bigger dude, mm-hmm. so you're going to have to he's, figure out how to tackle him. He's a big dude. Oh, yes. yeah. Big yeah, dude. Well, big. I mean, you know, it's no different. I mean, you know, you figured out how to tackle um, Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. You can figure out how to tackle Josh. Yep. I, I mean, that's, that's, just the, that's just the way this the, – the way it is. But you're, you're absolutely right. That, that's the thing. I was talking to some guys up there, you know, I was talking to um, Steve Tasker um, earlier in the week. And, uh, you know, we were talking, he was, he was saying, what, how do you do that? And how, you know, what, what the plan that they should have defensively. And I said, you, you know, you really just have to try and keep this guy from making that extra play with his legs. And that's, that's the task that every defense has against a mobile quarterback. You can't, you can't waste time. And like you just said, the linebackers have to keep an eye on it, but you can't sit and wait. Mm-hmm. You, you can't sit and, and, say that you're going to spy on these guys. That's what teams – people always say that, you know, you got to put a spy there. you got to have a linebacker waiting to safety. Well, you're playing with ten guys now then. Because how often is he going to run? If, they, if You know, they take 75 snaps on, on offense, he may run the ball six times. You're going to waste a guy. You're going to waste a guy, all those other plays that's standing there watching him. You can't do that. So you're, you're going to take Fred Warner and say – Yes, we, we think that you can shadow this guy and tackle him in the open field, but we want you to just kind of watch him. <laughs> think, think, think about all the other plays you're going to give up, the other 69 plays that he could have been in the mix. Yep. So that's, that's, what, that's, that's, the, that's the point. That's the thing 
that makes it so difficult when you have a running quarterback. But they, like I said, you you have Russell Wilson, you have Kyler, you've had to think about Cam. Um, you you have to look at this and know that this is the next guy, and and Salah has to have something in his pocket to say, okay, this is how we're going to do it and play it against these guys to make certain that we um, give ourselves a chance. And and that's all. That's all you want to do is just minimize it. He'll make a play here or there. Just don't let him don't don't let him turn the corner on you and. Mm-hmm. And RG three you all the way down the sideline, you know, for seventy yards or something like that. Yeah, and that's that's the big thing. I don't think Buffalo's gonna draw up too many plays for him to run. It's all gonna no. be, you know, when pass coverage breaks down or it's is too tight for him, he's gonna end up taking off, and that's when you gotta keep an eye on him. Take a look at these numbers here. Amongst quarterbacks in the league this year, Josh Allen third in rushing touchdowns with six. He's fourth in rush attempts with eighty one. And he's sixth overall in rush yards amongst quarterbacks with 311. But when you were making the comparison a little bit there, you know, to being able to tackle Cam Newton, here's something that Cam isn't particularly great at at the moment. Allen's second in the league in pass yards this year, 3,028. Mm-hmm. He's just 72 yards behind Aaron Rodgers, 22 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Those 22 touchdowns are 10th in the league. So, yeah, he's great at running the ball, but he can yeah. sling it also. Yes, yes, he can push the ball up the field. I, I like him. I like him a lot. And I told the guys in Buffalo, I've, I've always liked him. Um, last year, you, you know, just, just talking about this guy, I was just like, he, he had, and they asked me about him. I was like, he has all the tools. He, he has all the tools necessary to be a high-end quarterback. He's got the arm. He has the athleticism. All the things you need your quarterback to do now. He could do it, and I, and, I, and I kept going back to it. Like, he's a big dude, mm-hmm. and it's hard to get him to the ground, which gives him – and that's, that's the always – that's been Ben Roethlisberger's superpower. Ben is a big dude. He knows he's a big dude. He knows that you know he's a big dude. So that gives him no, – serious, it gives him an extra opportunity to make a play because he knows that there are some guys that are concerned with getting him down, and that concern makes it more difficult to get him down. It's like, it's like a receiver that a DB is worried about or a DB that a receiver is worried about. That, that bit of worry brings a slight hesit- uh, hesitation to your movement, to your finishing, and that's enough to give the other guy the advantage. This, that kid, he's starting to develop that where people are worried about getting him on the ground. Um, and you have to concern yourself with it when he takes off. Uh, because um, he is capable of doing those things, but you can't just sit there and play that type game waiting for him to run, as you just said, because he can stand there in the pocket and sling it. <laughs> and, he got some, and he's got some receivers that can get down the field on you. So um, it, it'll be an interesting chess match on, and, on what, the, what you have to do. I say play coverage. I say play coverage, and then um, when he's running the ball, hit him in the beak. That's it. That's I I still think that works. You play you play coverage. You don't concern yourself about it. Um, he's the quarterback and understand who he is. He's not a guy that slides. He's not a guy um, that's going to shy away from the contact. So hit him, hit him. That's all. Yeah. Just hit him. He's a big dude. Hit him. Big people hurt too. <laughs> pretty pretty simple enough, I guess. When you put it like that, just uh, hit him in the beak. Uh, that's, that's a quote it. by Eric Davis. <laughs> no one likes getting hit in the beak, man. I tell <laughs> Rashawn it all the time. I don't care how big you are. I don't care 
how fast you are, how many weights you lift. No one likes getting hit in the beach. You don't, you, you, they, they have yet to come up with the exercise that makes that stronger. You don't like it. No one likes it. So you hit a guy in the beak enough times, trust me, he'll, he'll stop. Whatever it is he's doing, he'll stop. <laughs> All right, there you go. Get after Josh Allen. That's, what, that's one of the big ones uh, for this week. Taking a look at the uh, matchup between these two teams all time. This will be the 13th meeting. That's 1-3. 13th meeting between these two squads all time, 6-6. Six and six. Each team has won well against each other. How about that? Uh, Niners 4-3 and three at home, although this one isn't necessarily going to be a quote-unquote home game. Uh, on the road, Niners 2-3. and three. Don't got to worry about that. How about this? Last two meetings, 2016 being the most recent, 2012 being the one further out, the winning team scored exactly 45 points. I don't think that's going to happen this time out, but hey, we're here to give you numbers sometimes. Um, well, let's, let's, let's hope not because that means <laughs> the Niners lost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because they, they're not scoring 45. Yeah, but the good news yeah. for the San Francisco defense, fourth in the league in pass yards allowed per game, sixth in the league in rush yards allowed per game. And usually when you see stuff like that, they ain't giving up 45. Uh, best news this week, DJ Jones, Brandon Ayuk coming back to the field on Monday night. Uh, you know, it seems like they're getting healthier and healthier every week. We saw the big impact all the guys who came off IR last week made, and now they get two more returning to the fray. I like it. Just slowly getting healthy if they can. And that's why I'm saying if, if you can make it through these next two weeks, these next two games with wins, um, as you continue to get healthy, uh, you, the Niners will become scary. They, they really will. More, it'll, it'll, it'll go past just, um, um, you, you know, just fateful optimism to a real threat as, as you just, because guys are coming off. They, if they can come off of IR, the issue all year long has not been coming off of IR has been staying off of it. Mm -hmm. so, so, mm -hmm. so if guys can, if guys can get healthy and no one, if, if the cycle can finally be over because it's, the, it's going to end eventually, it, it really is. It's not, it's, it's like, it, it, it's, it, there is no, there is no way that you're going to continue to have all of this. It may be this season, um, and that's how it's going to be. And then next season, you have it where you just run the gauntlet and you don't have, you know, you have very few injuries. So, but at some point, it's going to end. Let's hope it's now. Um, and then it's going to be a whole lot of fun down the stretch. It really could be. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. I'm excited to see Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel back on the field together again. I, I think that does nothing but help. Nick Mullins, oh, yes. make, make him feel yeah. a little comfortable. Uh, we haven't seen it a ton this year, but, uh, you know, like you said, the offense gets going. That could only mean good things. So hopefully they can clean things up on offense. And speaking of cleaning things up, our good friends at Manscaped, who uh, bring this program to you, they clean things up as well, don't they, ED? They actually do. Manscaped is just trying to make certain that you, you have your junk in position, that if you decide that your jingle bells are going to be jingling balls, that they look the part and, and, and a lot has gone crazy here in 2020 but manscape is here to give you the best tools possible to have the perfect grooming experience uh you got enough to think about with covid and everything else that's going on in this world lockdowns and everything to have to worry about snagging your sack you don't want to nick it you don't want to cut it and 
the precision tools from Manscaped will make certain that that does not happen. So because you are a faithful listener of Believe in 49ers podcast, Manscaped would like for you guys to know that you get 20% off plus free shipping if you go to manscaped.com and put in the code ERIC. That's 20% off with free shipping, of course, at manscaped.com. Put in the code E-R-I-C. Take 2020. Know and understand that you are in complete charge of it. Take control of your front trunk at manscaped.com. Perfect. Take ED's advice. (laughs) We're down to the final 27 days, just a little under four weeks left here in 2020. We can't get out of it quick enough. I'm sure a lot of people would agree. You know, I mean, be be careful what you wish for. That's all. Yeah. That's, that's that's also a good point. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just, let's just, let's just, Take it. I, I mean, me personally, I'm just taking it a day at a time and just want it to get better and want everyone to be safe and get better. But uh, control what you can control. Yeah, that's, that's my motto. My, one of my favorite lines, you know, I grew up watching Chris Berman on TV every week. And my favorite line of his always was, you know, so-and-so, they're going to be out this week. They're listed as day-to-day. Day-to-day. Aren't aren't we all? We all? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's it aren't we all day to day aren't we all buddy let's uh, uh let's let's rewind to last week just just okay. for a second because i think i think going forward this is this is kind of a big thing for this team steve young was on knbr the other day uh talking about what the big reason was how they pulled off that win against the rams last week and he was saying quote that connective tissue they have in the locker room means something and it, it goes to your uh, point you made last week about Kyle Shanahan and the coaching job he has done uh, with what he's had, with all the injuries, and now having to relocate the team and, and dealing with all the protocols necessary in Santa Clara County. Of course, things get a little contentious in the media between him and the, and the local officials out there in Santa Clara County. Speak a little bit real quick about the job he has done coaching this team through all of it and, and being able to pick up a big interdivision win last week. Um, I um, have, I've personally um, view this as a very good job of um, establishing who you are as a coach by Kyle. Uh, throughout all of this. I think that he and the coaching staff and what he's put in place, and and it's always going to fall back on the head coach the way things are happening. Dealing with all these injuries, dealing with um, the moving, dealing with the the last minute, you know, know, you're going, you got a short week and you find, you know, in less than 48 hours, you're going to lose four of your starters. You know, all all of these things that he's had to deal with. and even even the, the most important one with me, I still say to this day, when he took the hit for his quarterback, when Garoppolo came back and he played crappy, he sat Garoppolo down. Him taking the hit, saying that you know what the guy wasn't ready, or 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 even alluding to that fact that he wasn't ready, and maybe he shouldn't have been out there. That the, he took the hit instead of allowing his quarterback to take that hit. Mm-hmm. I think that that has just b- built up so much equity for him in that locker room. And Steve is talking about that, you know, that connective tissue. 
guys start to believe in what it is the coaching staff is telling them. They start to believe in the system. They start to feel and understand that what we are doing, what we're being told and the way we're being taught to do it works. And when you believe that, when you have the talent around and you believe that the system work works, it will work. And that's what I think Steve is talking about. When, when you, when you get in there and these, this, these guys, you know, we can do this if we do it a certain way, you start to believe it. I was there in, in locker rooms with Steve during situations like that. Um, and, and it's a real thing. It's, it's a real thing. So I think it's going to, I think it's going to pay dividends down the road. Um, I think that this team is in a championship window. This is not a championship year. They can scare some people, but this isn't a championship year because of all of the injuries. Um, but I think Kyle has, has done a great job of, of doing just that, putting that foundation down, showing that this is how we play. This is the standard. This is what we do. And that standard doesn't change. The expectations don't change. Um, whether it's the first line guy or the fourth line guy, there's a standard that you have to live up to. Um, there are expectations that we all have of one another, and you got to live up to it. Uh, that's what I. That's what I've I've seen happening this year. That's that's what I believe is happening with this team, and I think it is going to help when they get all the dudes back, and they're they're going to see that's this is who we are and this is what we do. I think, I, I think Kyle has done a very good job of, um, of establishing that moving forward. Because uh, these are the times that you grow as a player. Human beings, do not, human beings do not grow in comfort. We don't grow in comfort. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we, we don't because there's, there's nothing for us to, there's nothing for us to seek. There's nothing for us to, there, there's nothing, um, there's no reason to move when everything is going well. There's no reason, there's no reason to wonder if there's more, if, if I need to do things differently. When things get uncomfortable, you start to figure out a way to make it better. Um, and, and you start to, there's reflection on what I'm doing and what I could be doing. And that's what I think all of those guys are there and, they, and they're looking at this is the way out of it. So, you know, a little long winded way to say, I like what Kyle is doing, but, um, Hey, that's why we get the big bucks. huh? Yep, exactly. <laughs> that's what we're here for. I, I, I think in any other year, he doesn't even get a, a sniff at getting a vote for coach of the year. I think it, he needs to be considered. I don't know that he'll win it. Maybe if they get to the playoffs somehow, some way, you, you take a hard look. But between him and, and what Mike Tomlin's doing in Pittsburgh with how they're all having to deal with rescheduled games and all that mess going on, it's it's you got to mm-hmm. look at it a little differently. You got to keep the team together through everything going on. And both of those guys, I think, you know, if you're voting in a normal year, you don't look at Shanahan at all. But if you're voting in this year, I think I think you got to take a look. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Don't forget to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you listen to podcasts. You can get involved with the show and give us your thoughts on Twitter. Of course, you can look us up on Twitter at Eric underscore Pesolano. ED is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. Also on Instagram, don't be shy, at Eric underscore Pesolano and at 
underscore bump and run. Let's move on to real thing or not. And of course, as always, this is presented by Athlete Brandguard ED. Uh, yes, it is. And the people over at Athlete Brandguard um, have put together the most comprehensive lesson plan that athletes, young athletes, and when I say athletes, uh, you know, male, female, young and old, uh, this, is, this is a guide on how to be successful at your sport, how to utilize your sport, how to understand the landscape that you're in. And they want you to know that it is far more effective to invest in the education and understanding of the spot that you are in than to put money into rehab because something has gone wrong. And every single day, you hear, you hear something about an athlete, even in, the, in this pandemic time, something about an athlete doing something wrong uh, because the spotlight is on you. And an athlete brand guard wants you to understand the power and the position that you are in and how to become a better thinking professional. And that's not necessarily, when I say professional, that's not just a professional athlete. Everyone's going to be a pro at something one day. All of you young athletes, you're going to be a pro at something once you start getting paid. And be that in business, be that in sports, be that in medicine, be that in whatever field that you choose. Critical thinking is important. So go over to athletebrandguard.com and check out the lesson plans that they have online. You can also get individual coaching. And when the pandemic stops, they'll be back on the road with the lecture series uh, speaking to teens. And this is for coaches. This is for athletes. This is for parents of athletes. So check out athletebrandguard.com. That is athletebrandguard.com. All right, here we go. Real thing or not. ED, going to give you three things. You tell me if it's a real thing or not. Okay. Going into the game this week against Buffalo. First up, we'll look at the offensive side of the ball to get it out of the way. Nick Mullins, if he throws less than 30 passes, the 49ers will win the ball game. Oh, real thing. Real thing. Um, if he throws less than 30, um, less than 30, that means that you have a serious run game going. I See, that's hard. That's a tough number, man. Now that I'm thinking about it. You, you, you just like Rashawn. That's a tough number. I'm trying to make this quick because I'm sitting here thinking because you can throw the ball 29 times. That's less than 30. That's still a lot of passes for Dick. A lot can go wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> when 29 passes. And that's, but, that's why I picked that number. That's, that's <laughs> I, I learned from the best. Shout out to Rashawn. Yes. Golly, so I'm going to what I'm I'm going to say real thing because even if he's under that, that means that you that the run game is working. If the run game is working, then he doesn't have to uh, take a lot of chances in the passing game. So yeah, that's where I'm going to go. All right, perfect. It's a real thing. Got to keep it under thirty. All right, point number two: the defense must force a turnover to beat the Bills. Real thing, real thing. Turnovers are going to be key. You, you're going to have because you're going to have to give the offense uh, some short fills. You're, you, you know, score if you can, but you got to set them up for some points. This offense has shown that it can't consistently um, sustain long drives, long scoring drives. You got to give them some short, some short fills. You got to give them some easy opportunities. So I'm going to say real thing. 
All right. Conversely, and this isn't the third point, but just conversely to that point number two, if they don't force a turnover, will they win the game? Um, no. I think right. you have to have turnovers in this game. You, for the reasons I just said, you, you got to score points, and I think you're going to uh, – the Bills can score points. You have to score points to win this game, um, of course. I, I, but, I mean, I mean you, you, you're going to have to get some, some um, easy scores. I, I think you need more than 21 points to win this game. All right, fair enough. Let's go on to point number three, the 49ers. And this might be the easiest one. I might give you a layup here at the end. I'll take it. All right. The Niners must win this game to get to the postseason. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's, that's a real thing. The, the Niners have to win out to get to the postseason. So, of course, they, that, I mean, thank you. I appreciate that one. That's a real thing. Uh, I'll, I'll take that question next week, too. <laughs> You're welcome. I gave you that one because I gave you the <laughs> tough one to start. So I figured I got to be fair. We'll, we'll even things out. That was real thing or not. Brought to you by Athlete Brand Guard. Head to athletebrandguard.com. Check out all they have to offer. All right. We'll come to our final segment here, and I know this is what everybody looks forward to. These are EDs. Keys presented by Handy Sanitizer. ED, set us up. Got it. Before we go, you know, before I give you my keys, we will sit here and talk about Handy Sanitizer. And the, the fine people at Handy Sanitizer, I uh, want you to know that they have a multi-use sanitizing spray that can be used on anything. You can spray it on anything. Your cell phones, doorknobs, um, car keys, steering wheels, all of these type things. Because, you know, it's, it's a COVID world out there. And it comes in a refillable, refillable glass bottle uh, that is good for your wallet. It is good for the environment. Not all these plastic bottles to, to throw out there. You got to take, take care of the world for the next generation. Uh, it comes in an eight ounce, two ounce, and a pocket size portable one ounce that I have just gotten hooked on. It's easy to just keep with you because every time you touch something, grocery stores everywhere, I'm paranoid now. So I'm spraying my hands <laughs> and the, and the one ounce bottle just fits right in your pocket. It's, it's a, it's a great thing to have. And it's, and the great thing about this handy, handy sanitizer product is that it's not greasy or sticky like the gels that the competitors have. Um, it's, it's very strong, 75% alcohol. FDA says it only has to be um, 60%. There's a 70% um, alcohol, um, but it's also a, in a nice refreshing scent that, as I said, does, does nothing but make you feel good. Theirs has a moisturizing component to it as well. You want to keep them clean, but you got to keep the hands soft. You, you know that. You don't want all these things going. So take yourself to handysanitizer.co and use the code ED for, and you'll get 10% off. That is handy, H-A-N-D-I-E, sanitizer.co. Use the code ED. You'll get 10% off. And as they say at handy, it feels good to be clean. Yes, it does. And you know what? The one thing I cannot stand about hand sanitizer is the sticky ones. Oh my goodness! Yes. Give me handy yes. all day long. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's. It, I'm I'm so over it. I hate being sticky. I didn't eat Ugh. oranges as a kid because I I I hate. I I mean that's one of the things. I, that's one of my my peas. I was not a stickum guy when he played football. People would put all that stuff on and and spray the, all the stuff on their hands. It's I cannot stand my hands being sticky. I can't stand my fingers being sticky. And this stuff is great. Like I say, the moisturizing component to it is outstanding. Um, 
the, the smell. And, and you notice something about, and I didn't even realize it until I started using this. This is a long handy commercial. I didn't even realize it until I started using it. <laughs> is that, and think, it, it's, it's funny, the alcohol in these sanitizers, when you put it on your hands, it smells like tequila. If it, it's a certain, it's a different, think about the next time you do it. It, it smells like drinking alcohol um, that they use in, in the, I'm just going to say the lower end um, companies. Um, and this one has, it, it's a nice refreshing smell. It's a completely different level of um, alcohol that, um, that they use within it um, as, as the um, cleaning agent. So check it out, people. That's, that's. Go go to go to handysanitizer.co. Check it out. Trust me, you'll you'll thank me for it later. And there you go. All right, time for Ed's <laughs> keys for the 49ers against the Bills on Monday night. Take it away, Ed. Uh, defensively, we I, we just talked about it. Turnovers. I think this it's it's important to get turnovers. Turnovers. I, I this is a game where you have to go into it. Of course, you want to get them. You got to create them. Um, as a defender, you know you need multiple turnovers in this game, and you have to hit the field with the intentions of doing that. Be it a strip fumble, be it um, you know, be it tip ball, you know, the interceptions. You got to find ways to get uh, turnovers in this game. Um, offensively, the run game has to be established. The run game has to be effective. You have Mostert back. I think you, it's important to get him going to make certain that that you utilize him and make make the Buffalo Bills have to tackle him uh, consistently. I, I think it's important that he gets its carries up the run. You need twenty five plus touches uh, in the run game to make certain that Buffalo is staying honest. This will keep. This will keep that offense off of the field it will it will give you opportunities to make plays as well because I think that's the way you keep the score down and now you understand what they're doing offensively they're going to have to push the ball to try to score in that matter because they're going to have less opportunities this will give this will give a, a secondary that's getting healthier opportunities to make plays that's how I see it people all right. Well, there you go. On, on on defense is, you know, it's the key to this this team. It it always has been the last few years, and I I don't see it being any different. The good news for the 49ers, too, coming into this one, Buffalo has already lost a game in that building this year out there in Arizona, and in dramatic fashion. So maybe Niners can do the same thing. It's crazy things happen in that building. I, I think the. The helmet catch between the Patriots and Giants in the Super Bowl was was there too. I, I don't know. Was it? Was it? Oh, wow! Weird things happen in the desert, man. <laughs> we saw we saw well, DeAndre hope, Hopkins catch a few weeks ago there. Yeah, well, I hope it doesn't come down to a, a hail mary. I would like um, it to be much more comfortable than that. Mm -hmm. But I'll. But you know what? I'll take it if it, if it turns out that way at the end. But I would. I I, I hope. They don't make me have to live through that where I'm waiting for a Hail Mary to, to save me. Oh, I agree with you. And those were ED's keys presented by Handy Sanitizer. Three of the next four games for the Niners are going to be at State Farm Stadium. Two of them are home games. Then they're going to go to Arlington, Texas to play the Cowboys. And then they're going to come back to Arizona to play 
the Cardinals, so they're going to get real cozy in that building real quick, that's for sure. That's going to be their new home away from home. Well, yeah, it, that's pretty much what it is right now. So just um, lock in on um, what you have to lock in on. Hopefully, hopefully the players um, can, you know, just get their heads straight, get their minds straight. Um, uh, you know, I, I know it's got to be tough not having your family around you. That's actually why I retired from football. So I say all of this stuff that you have to lock in and you have to do all these things. But that was that was the reason I retired. <laughs> truly. So um, uh, I, I did not want to be without my family. It was not it was not fun playing because my entire career, my family had always been with me. And um, 9-11 changed you know, the ability to move back and forth and all of these mm -hmm. things with the ease that we had before that. Um, and I was, I couldn't do it after going, after playing six months without, you know, being away with my family, I couldn't do it again when they asked me to come back. And I literally told them you're 14. I, I, I retired at 13 because you're 14. When they called me back, I was like, guys, I can't do it. And I gave them that reason. So um, that's why I say, as far as the, as the Niners and getting things worked out, um, then the players getting their heads straight, straight. I know it's not easy. I know you have to you drop in and focus, but um, it's short term. Very important. Very important that you get these get this win in um, to add relevance to everything else that you're doing from this point on. So that's 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 how you got to look at it, and and uh, I think they will. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think last week was probably the toughest thing they had to deal with to this point in the season. Look, I get it. Uh, there are much bigger things than football going on right now. We all understand that. From a football standpoint, last week was rough for the team. And they were able to come together, you know, just like Steve Young said. They were able to, able to stick together and, and come out with a victory. And hopefully they'll be able to, to put a few more together as the season goes on and they, they, they build a temporary home out in Glendale, Arizona, starting Monday night, 5.15 p.m. Pacific time against the Buffalo Bills. ED, this has been fun, man, these last two, two shows. I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. I, you know, even though you um, spell your name incorrectly, <laughs> which, which it's, it's, always, it's always cool to, to vibe with an, another Eric, man. It is. You know, so I'll, I'll even, you know, that one little oversight with the K, it's okay. Yeah, I, good times. I, I will say <laughs> this, and y'all can do the research on your own time. If you go back, you know, Eric is a Norwegian name. It came from Norway. I am in no way Norwegian. My mom just liked the name. <laughs> the original way it was spelled. You, you, you think I am? You did not just say that. <laughs> <laughs> the original way Eric was spelled was with a K, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay, and we can. And so they they started off wrong, and someone was smart enough to correct it. There we go. You know how you know how many things have been improved throughout the years. You know, we'd all be riding around in a Model T <laughs> if, if no one had made any improvements on the automobile. But uh, you, you know, I get it. I get it. I'll we'll oh. take it. <laughs> and, and I'll take being the OG with, with, with the first name there. He's Super, there Bowl He's Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Eric Pesolano in for Rashawn Haylock. You've been listening to the Believe in 49ers podcast here 
on the Believe Podcast Network. Don't forget, you can download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you listen to podcasts. You can get involved with the show and give us your thoughts on Twitter. You can head over there and find me at Eric underscore Pesolano. That's with a K. And you can find him at underscore Eric Davis underscore. He's with a C. Over on Instagram. Again, I'm at Eric underscore Pesolano. He's at underscore bump and run. Bills Niners, Monday night, out in the desert. Hope you enjoy it. ED, it's been fun, man. Same here, man. Enjoyed it. All right. Peace, people. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.